When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again about Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brennan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 1999 British science fiction romantic comedy Virtual Sexuality, starring Laura Fraser and Rupert Penry Jones, where a frustrated teenage girl creates her perfect man in a virtual reality machine and in a freak accident gives him life. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face yeah, Off already. So. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys been since the last episode? Pretty good. Oh, yeah? yeah. How have you been? Yeah, not too bad. I'm over my conjunctivitis. It's all cleared up. Yes, I don't no longer have pink eyes, so everyone can stop panicking. Conjunctivitis and pink eye are different things. I'm pretty sure they're the Con- same. No, uh, conjunctivitis is when you get snot in your eye, and pink eye is when you get shit particles in your eye. Oh. Mm. Well, then I didn't have pink eye. <laughs> yeah. But Paul's yes. winking. <laughs> He's still got conjunctivitis. <laughs> That's why I keep getting it. Um, ah, so had you been cheating on us with another yeah. podcast? Yeah, guys. Um, I've been meaning to speak to you. Uh, <laughs> yes, Paul. We know you've been cheating with us. Cheating on us. (laughs) Cheating on us with another podcast. Truth is out. Well, it felt so good. I know. (laughs) Were they better than us? No, just different. It was was different. Just different. (laughs) We're really proud of you. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so uh, Lucy's referring to the fact that I guested on the Hunting Seasons podcast, which is a fellow Lip Media podcast that review a whole season of a TV show per episode. Mm. So big commitment on their part. I don't think we could ever fit that into our schedule. Um, But yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I went over and did the Altered Carbon season one review with them, which of course is a body swapping TV show. Yes, Um, of course. So I would recommend everyone listen to that. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, Are they going to come on this one? Uh, if they ever make it to Adelaide, Adelaide. they will. But um, <laughs> I, it was just lucky I, I was going over to Melbourne to see Harry Potter and I fit in a, a recording sesh. Because so. if I can sit out a few of these uh, swap films, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, if that's how it is. <laughs> You're fired. I don't like your tenuous swaps anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a dad. You're not allowed to break up. <laughs> All right, fine. You can stay. Um, but I guess the even more exciting news that's happened, a big 
update on our Jim Fall watch. So Jim Fall, as everyone knows, is the uh, director of the Lizzie McGuire movie. And uh, as of this week, he's officially a follower on Instagram of the Swapcast podcast. So he can see all the thirsty ass comments I make about his Instagram pictures now. Which well, we can hear. Is he going to listen? Okay, in my mind, he's following because he's listened to the show and he's listened to every episode and he's a so big fan. So now I think every time we talk about him, anything we do, we need to hashtag Jim Forwatch. Yes. <laughs> well, I was doing that for most things I say anyway. <laughs> I, I I have not paid attention to this man, but when you when you showed that he had like liked a thing, I was like, who is this guy? And I looked at his I looked at his Instagram page. And I was like, I thought this guy was a director, but it seems like he's a shirtless model. <laughs> he can be both. <laughs> Why not have both? Yeah. Yeah. Have like, you ever what, seen Michael Bay with his shirt off? No. Like, dude's Is he ripped? ripped? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man. Good yeah. for you, honey. Live your life. And, you know, uh, what's his face? The guy that directed um, Donnie Darko? I got to get into directing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy that directed Donnie Darko, like he was a bit plump and then he directed da- Donnie Darko and then he like had this big makeover and now he's like sexy buff guy. What other movies has he made? Um, Southland Tales and the one with The Rock and Sarah Michelle Gellar and Justin Timberlake. And what is this movie? What? Yeah, what? what? You've never seen Southland Tales? <laughs> oh, Southland Tales. I gotcha. uh, Okay. Yeah, it was like... It's supposed to be his like big follow up, and it completely bombed. But it has yeah. like a billion like celebrities in it. It's oh. actually a very interesting movie. Just I think it was hard just, to follow. Tommy yeah. Darko. Yeah. And then uh, he did the box with Cameron Diaz. You know where the couple are given the box. Yeah. With the button. Hit the button on it. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> anyway, he's buff now. Bit of news on the um, swapping front. By the time you guys, what is it? The technology is real. Yes, we have mastered it. We have swapped. I am Lucy Thomas. Um, no, so by the time you guys are hearing this, the second season of Altered Carbon should be out, which is the big Netflix body swapping series. And if you guys have watched the latest season of Sabrina, there's also some body swapping shenanigans plus references to Freaky I'm Friday. Only two episodes. Spoilers. In. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Netflix bring in the uh, swapping game. Up it's a notch. always TV, so... Yeah, well, yeah. you know, this year we're definitely getting the Vince Vaughn body swap horror movie, so... What was that again? It's like a serial killer swaps with a girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm ready for that. Cannot wait. <laughs> Even though they stole our idea. When? What is it called again? I don't think it has a name. Oh, I think it's like untitled, untitled project. Vince Vaughn serial killer swap film. Here for it. My version of the script had a really good name, but I'm not going to say it because I'll just steal it. So. <laughs> Fuck you, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we are watching Virtual Sexuality. This is our second British swap film. After Dr. Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, how do you guys feel about the British approach towards swap films? I guess if we were looking at these two, Mm -hmm. um, I would say uh, I feel ill. (laughs) Ill? I just don't know. There's something about the... There's like just such a grossness in the air. I don't know what it is. I can't put my hand on it. No way. I was here for it. (laughs) I... Okay. 
this film had many like very dated homophobic references, yeah, which was terrible. But I, I'll discuss this with you because I don't think sure. it was that bad. Sure. Yeah, it, and especially like you know, oh, it was the parlance of the time, I guess. Yeah. Which doesn't excuse it, but you know, you can't expect every film to teach you like the guide to life. Yeah, I really, I was here for it. Yeah, I thought it was really liberal, like very, like very sex positive, and yeah, and there were so many funny, like little sayings, and yeah, like, yeah, I I thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought like the British kind of sense of humor yeah. really set this apart. Was like I was funny. And... Remember when you saw like the pie getting stepped on and the maggots? Yeah. That's how I felt the entire time. <laughs> What about, when they ate fish, what about when they ate chips, chips out of the paper? <laughs> like, Cones? Yeah. 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 I was, I'm here for it. Yeah, and wherever they are in London, you can always see the Tower of London behind them. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I had a really good time with same this film. Same here. Really oh, good time. Sad. Everything, it just felt dirty. That's... <laughs> I don't get it. I don't... Yeah, I thought the British personality mm. was a definite plus to this film. Totally. And also, like, it was just nice for it to be different. Yeah. Like, we've seen so many trashy American swap films. I, I, th- I thought it was really good. Yeah. I was getting real... Uh, Dating the enemy vibes, really. No, but it, like I can see that, and it well, there was scenes that were almost the same, so, like the basketball scene. And, the, I liked this movie. I yeah. had fun with it. Yeah, I thought this was just better made on every yeah. level. Like yeah. dating the enemy felt like the school theater perver- version of this film. <laughs> yes. Um, I, well, prepare I for a, the motion. Prepare to have me uh, be contrary throughout this entire podcast. <laughs> I'm so I shocked. I wonder what that's like. What kind of an episode that will be like. I thought we were all going to be on the same page so with this here, one. This was like, yeah, this is a, this is a swap film, baby. Like, yeah. This is silly, cliche jokes. Yeah. So much room for innuendo. Like, yeah. yeah. This is the kind of film that you guys probably signed on thinking that you were going to be watching yes, every episode. Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's it's. It's trash and it was but it's fun, <laughs> fun trash. It's, it's good bad to me. It was good bad to me. Yeah. But it like yes, it was goofy and silly, but I think it was actually had something to say. Yeah, and constructed well enough. Yeah. Like and Yeah, I will say that by the end I was like yeah, at the start I was like, Oh, like this is what the story's gonna be and this is how it's gonna go and they did actually voice concerns about those things. Are we yeah. going to start talking about that? Uh, yeah, I just don't want to, do you want to do the plot skip first? ahead, that's all. Yeah, so basically the the plot of the film is there's this girl, she's really obsessive about the fact that she's still a virgin, she wants to lose her virginity. She's 17, but she looks about 27. Yeah, yeah. everyone's... <laughs> yeah, no, no one looks their age in this film, they all look like they're in their late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> she devises this plan that she's she's got like a male friend, and she wants him to coax his friend to like set her up like set her up so there's this virtual reality exhibition and so she asks her nerdy friend VR2000 yeah amazing <laughs> to invite the guy that she wants to sleep with who's this complete sleazebag gross guy like they'll all meet at the virtual reality thing but the 
the sleazy guy doesn't rock up, so they just go to the virtual reality things by themselves, mm-hmm. and she ends up in this booth that's like a virtual makeover machine. It's basically like a booth that does face tune. Yeah, like you can make much. your lips look really big, or but in like a virtual reality setting. Yes. So she's put the VR goggles on. Like the even though this film's set in 1999, like the the technology is way advanced to what we've got now in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> she starts messing around with her own face, but then she's like, uh, "There's an option to make it male." Yeah, so yeah. she makes it male, and instead she creates her perfect man. Yeah, but at the same moment, there's a there's a gas, gas explosion, ex- gas explosion <laughs> that is like blows up half the block. The but, uh, the uh, the creation of the genie in weird science made more sense than this. yes. <laughs> Nobody's going to be looking at this film for like scientific fact. <laughs> yeah, so the gas explosion short circuits the machine and creates the man. But what we don't, what we are led to believe to begin with is that it's turned her into the man mm. but what we find out later in the film that it has actually split them in two yeah um yeah that i actually wrote down that's the one time i wrote oh twist okay this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> um which they never really nut out the details of that it's like did they both walk out of there like wouldn't they have seen each other she yeah. doesn't really remember like yeah. it's wouldn't not really clear yeah. yeah it's yeah. not really clear it, it, it just re- the film really wants to get but to the parts but it was cool I, it was, I was happy that they did it yeah yeah and she has no like knowledge of who the guy is even though it's essentially her. Yes. Yep. First, when we think that it's her swapped into him, mm-hmm. the film totally switches to that perspective and we see him dealing with his new body. So it's like a female's Hilarious brain, issues. her brain <laughs> in this new body. So yeah. she's like, just, and he's extremely attractive. So she's just like perving on herself and like, Wobbling a dick around. Yeah, yeah. like slapping slapping the dick around. There's nothing that noise. It's like... I'm like, wow, they went there. What was this film rated? (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, this film doesn't hold back. No. I mean, you don't see the dicks, but you see... You see the dicks. You see the dicks. They get really close. What do you mean? You see the dicks. In in the locker room. No, because it like... You see the dick and then it will flash the red clock cross over the dick afterwards but you definitely see the dick i, I didn't zoom in on the dicks that uh, i just thought it was like i feel like i didn't see them i even saw them like they they lingered enough like that i would give it three seconds before why they were coming up why well i really didn't i didn't cop one i saw yeah. like the dude I think doing the, the tuck but yeah the british British sensibilities, I think they were much more yeah. willing. But why do you think, why cover it, if you've seen it, why I cover it up I think they thought all? it was funny. Yeah. To, to like, delay the cover up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the film was, was kind of doing that, you know, freeze frames and text on the mm, screen and yeah. stuff like that. So mm. I think it was funny. They just like flash a dick and then they'll cross it a dick out. Oh, we need to go after. back. I need to like yeah, do we'll some just stare at the dicks <laughs> for like all night. <laughs> we always a... watch these movies on Paul's giant projector as well. It's like the whole The wall. dicks are literally as big as your face. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see them. It's going to be a, very, a no, special really edition did. of Hot or Not. I really did. <laughs> I guess you were just thirstier for them than yeah. I was. Yeah. Let's let's rate all the dicks. <laughs> um, Too many dicks. So yeah, he's he's discovering his own body, going into the locker rooms, and like looking at all the other dicks, and then learning how to like 
uh, the etiquette of peeing next to your mm. friends. One thing that and, I don't understand yeah. is why didn't he get an erection when he was looking at the other dudes? It's like... Because it did establish that he, in that body, was caused him to become heterosexual. Right. Yeah, for some was, reason, his mental state has changed. Well, I think because she created him as her ideal... She oh. created somebody that was into girls because that was her ideal. But then, why wasn't this just like a straight weird science? Like, why yeah, did it have his bra- her brain? Because yeah, no she wanted someone that had all the personality. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this <laughs> in length. <laughs> I feel like because her ideal was someone with all those person, like her own personality, but wanted to have sex with her. Wow, that's. It's Why doesn't she hate herself the machine, like else? The machine was literally <laughs> called Narcissism 2000 narciss- or something. Narcissist. Yeah. Narcissist 2000. So yeah. it was creating that. Yeah. It was, it, it was and he said ego. it was extension of her own ego. Okay. That's a fair point. Good good explaining. Yeah. Okay. Keep I, going. I feel like that's a nice save. <laughs> <laughs> the film was smart and it knew what it was doing <laughs> is what I'm saying. So then when we find out that they both exist... Um, we then pivot back to her and she now has seen this guy. She doesn't realize that it's, it's the per- one that it's, she created. It's her perfect guy. So she's like so trying to get with him herself. Yeah. So, but whatever she does, because he realizes that it's her. So he's avoiding her and she's obsessively trying to get with him. Yeah. And that's where I wrote, and we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it at that point? Yeah. Like once they found out. That they were like once he found out that he was, she was a clone. I mean, he was a clone of her. Yeah, um, as a male, like he <laughs> just goes, <laughs> he just goes back to like washing windows, and uh, and we cut back to the same old shtick of her like trying so desperately to to nail a dude. Like that. That's. I don't know. I, I was so like, what would oh. be preferred to happen? First of all, just uh, tell her. Tell her what's going on. Like, I just found it weird that he's like, well, I'm going to avoid her and just let her live her life. And uh, I did find that weird. He should have told her earlier. Yeah. yeah. And like and then, there was, But I mean, like, you know. If he was going to avoid these it. These things sh- never work. Like, yeah. They should logic. have at least put it in the dialogue, like a reason for him avoiding her because he never even explains it. Because I, I will say, like, they at least had a lot of things they tied up. There was this whole thing with the crane operator teaching the guy how to, to, wash to wash windows. And I'm like, why is this still going? What is this leading up to? And then to? It, yeah. they bring it back for the magic carpet For the magic right carpet ride. Right. It yeah. seems so unsafe. But it's such, I don't know if you know, um, there's this. Yeah, like Aladdin. Yeah, cliche, <laughs> cliche trope of the magical Negro where um, it's like a black man in a patrometer predominantly white movie his only function is to come and help the white man achieve what he wants and then they'll have a big smile on their face and then walk out in the distance and this was that (laughs) actually that yeah Yeah. like there was no reason why that guy should have helped him and he just literally stops his whole life just to help the white man and then come back to his like it was really that was the cringiest part of the entire film, I thought. And then to do that whole thing, like, 
the the magic carpet ride, getting lights and somehow rigging up an yeah, entire so taking tunnel. her under a bridge. And she's like, "Oh, this is the best night of my life." It's like you're under a bridge. And like, <laughs> well, let, we should explain. So she has has this list of things that a perfect man would do for her: go on a magic carpet ride, uh, lay under the stars. Um, get serenaded. So when he decides he wants to reveal to her that he is her clone, he, (laughs) instead of just going to tell her, he devises like recreating that perfect date that she has in her brain. And then at the end of it, tell her I'm your clone. So he gets the crane operator to put a carpet on the top of the crane so that they can fly through London. And then he go, they go and on a gondola. Like, on like they could just fall off at any moment. Yeah. It's just so unsafe. Yeah, turn a corner. <laughs> yeah. They're just off. Then they go on a gondola and there's like a random like uh, group serenading them on the top of a bridge. And then they go under the bridge and he has and laid out the all the constellations of the stars in fairy lights under the bridge and it turns a switch and they all turn on. Under How he organized this entire thing in one yeah. evening, I have zero idea. <laughs> and also why he thought it would be a good idea to reveal this to her in this way. It's like, I now that I've got you on a boat alone under a bridge. <laughs> essentially, like I you, am you. Break her heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe to prove to her, it's like, you know, she's like, it's amazing how you know exactly what I want. And it's just like, it's like, you know what I'm thinking and he starts saying the same thing at the same time because they have the same brain yeah so but that doesn't like, make sense <laughs> okay well sure yeah, and yeah they exactly also... because why doesn't she know I know it makes no sense and then yeah <laughs> and but they... then I guess that, um, they like towards like 10 minutes towards the end of the film they establish that when he gets his like junk electrocuted that she can feel it and you know yeah they share pain yeah it's like E.T. Pain, yeah <laughs> Um, so there's another whole subplot is the company that created the machine that, that caused the cloning is run by two incompetent boobs, this <laughs> this really misogynistic guy and this nerdy girl. Really and, rapey woman. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's awful to her, like really awful to mm. her. He's like, shut up, toots, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So we feel really bad for her. But, but then, then she reveals herself yeah. to be a villain as well. She's yeah. like... The deal is, I get to have a, I get to have a man. Yeah, so <laughs> that until I can like do my will on, she's acting all meek and whatever. And then he suggests to her, he goes, you know, if we steal this guy back and work out how it happened, you can also make a man for yourself. Cut to and her then, own film. It's just like she's got like a room type situation. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something just like clicks in her face, and all of a sudden she's like she mega just, predator yeah. woman. Grew a mustache and twirls it. Yeah. <laughs> so then the whole finale of the film is they kidnap the the guy and um, try to extract something out of her out of him to work out how it all happened and then just by electrocuting his junk mainly yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then she has to go and steal him back which was like a whole um part of the plot i just didn't need like as as soon as they're under the bridge i I felt like they needed to wrap it up 
from there, but then they just went on this little, oh, by the way, let's do this. I don't know. The chase was really funny and stupid, and I was here for it. (laughs) (laughs) So much needless destruction. Yeah. yeah. She's just, like, smashing into every car on the road. And also, like, you know, she says to Chaz, so the nerdy friend who, you know, it's obvious the whole time that Mm. he has feelings for this girl and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He has to create a distraction. Hmm. What was he trying to do? I don't. Like, I think he was trying, trying to, to set, set off the, the smoke, alarm. smoke alarm. But it's like he tried to. He tied a rope to himself, covered in petrol, <laughs> and got a lighter out. It's like he nearly lit himself on he fire. He did light himself on yeah, fire. But it's like, what did you think was going to happen? To you? He's like this super genius, and he fucking lit himself on fire. Ridiculous. Literally a super genius because. When they get the uh, the machine that totally knows in. how to use it and can fix it, and, yeah, 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 it's just like yeah. let me just hook this up to my CD-ROM. It's a high school kid. I know, amazing. <laughs> it's got a Pentium processor. It, it will be able to clone someone. And also, someone. how amazing! So they steal the machine. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm not going to be able to fit this into my house." <laughs> and she's like, "We'll slide it in." Yeah, and so she just like swerves the car at the front door, and the machine like barrels through the house smashes <laughs> the front door and the hallway of the house like why couldn't they take it into the backyard or something like why did they have to do that and the parents like is totally fine Children. with the fact yeah, that they yeah. just destroyed their house like oh hello I know, they've been renovating the whole film they've been like putting up wallpaper and yeah it's ridiculous like yeah. that could have killed the, the baby oh, the, the baby. baby in that house <laughs> terrible but yeah, the parent characters were quite interesting. So yeah. they they were the parents of the nerdy friend who I guess was the other plot is that he is in love with her and then befriends the clone male version of her and then ends up with her at the end. But yeah, the parents have suspicions that he might be gay. And then when he starts hanging out with the clone of her, it just like all these situations where it looks like they're, they're a couple. Yeah. I guess that was the joke. Yeah. Which, I mean, is slightly offensive, but also I was I thought it was funny. I, I, it, what made it funny was the fact that the parents weren't disgusted by it. They just wanted to know if he was gay or not, and they yeah, seemed... they were so interested in his sex life. Yeah, they just were. Ex- they, they were accepting, and they would have been happy if he was gay. They just wanted to know. They just wanted to know. There were some like gay slurs in this that I, I'm like, wow, I haven't heard that for some time. What, what was it like, bum? Bandit. Bum bandit. Yeah. Was there any others? Yeah. Well, what were the others? I don't want to say them. <laughs> say because them, and a- then I will say them, and we'll edit you saying them out. No. <laughs> you, can, you gonna, write, gonna, can you write You're gonna do it You're gonna do it It's the one that starts with P Puff Puffta I, I haven't heard that in 10 <laughs> yeah, years Yeah yeah that's what I was thinking I was like wow I'm in high school again Yeah I know, I was, it was really shocking Yeah but uh, again It was only the disgusting awful character Saying the slurs No, no the, that was the, the, the love interest the ste- But the stepdad said the love interest said it. Kicked him in the nuts and said... When he first... He called him a puff. pervert, not a puff, did Yeah, he called him a puff. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I stand corrected. <laughs> and the stepdad was saying uh, something. Yeah. Okay. But it was Alex, the, the creepy, gross guy that was yeah, calling him a bum bandit. Yeah. 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 I do like bum bander. I think I might start using that to my gay friends. Well, I'm like, you're allowed to. I'm allowed to, though. Yeah. I can call everyone a bum bandit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when 
was the internet invented? <laughs> well before this. This was in the age of like dialogue. She's doing she's doing the narration. Yeah. And she goes and he spends all his time on the inter thing. She yeah. goes, <laughs> people on the internet. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, when I was in, I don't, was it the same for you guys? Like when I was in school, computers and stuff were still nerdy and geeky and. Yeah, definitely in 99, I would say that was still a geeky thing. But then smash cut to like two years later, everyone's like getting on that. MSN and the chat rooms, ASL, all that stuff. This is the same year as The Matrix, so. Oh, wow. (laughs) How is this? What a companion piece, really. (laughs) How is this not the more culturally relevant of the two films? There was some amazing binary, um, is that what it's called? Binary binary code? Yeah. With the ones and the zeros, that's very Matrix. (laughs) Yes. And there was definitely some of the the fashion was Matrix esque, like some of the glasses that people were wearing. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, watching a lot of this, I was just getting like flashes of like Danger Five and Turbo Kid, and you know what yeah. I mean, like those real like trashy knockoffs of like eighty. I mean, I mean like seventies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The the technology was even dated for for that that era <laughs> yeah. i was i was getting mad like nostalgia watching this film like the, the fashion music, the music the fashion, yeah and oh, like even like it was sickening they, they had oh my thing. god there's so many great songs <laughs> in it and they had like the, the i've s- noticed you around yeah that song is so good <laughs> 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 what does it say i find you attractive sleep? yeah why do we sleep together like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so good and like um he was playing like Wipeout and PS One, and the screensaver on his computer was this that is maze what I one. From swap films, I love the nostalgia. I, I'm here for it. I'm so sad he didn't like it. I was really surprised at the. Uh, I was like, when they go to the the expo, I'm like, I'd go to that. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but also, I was really impressed like, by like how many um, like b- brands and stuff they could actually fit into. It. Yeah, Mario, Mario was, was walking around. Yeah. Yeah, well, Disney, you, you know, Disney wanted to put Mario and Me- Wreck-It Ralph and Nintendo said no. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> we have too, too much integrity for that. Yes. Virtual <laughs> sexuality? Tick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the fact that every time he got an erection, it made a creaky door noise? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a tried and true uh, funny thing, isn't it? I, you know, it's something that happens to me in daily life. I never thought I'd see it in a film. <laughs> what, your dick creaks when you get <laughs> Yeah. An every time I get an erection, it's like... <laughs> it's a you thing didn't you realize this you girls to, don't realize this you need to see someone about that <laughs> mine mine must be off because mine goes whoop i don't like when we delve into this sort of thing speaking of like inconvenient re- erections that brought me back <laughs> <It's> yesterday <laughs> <laughs> We need four hosts. There needs to be another girl and we need a teammate. And then we like, do you hate it when your vagina goes bloop, bloop, bloop? No, because we've got enough sense to just well, shut yeah. up about yeah. it. <laughs> well, you guys could go on and on about your muff gloves. What is a muff glove? Yes, surely, that's my question. Surely looking at it, 
I mean, I don't know what it is, but looking at it. <laughs> Do you reckon it's a green wait, So d- she's d- in a sex shop, yeah. which we need to revisit as well, because yeah. it's like, this girl is a freak, yo. She's like getting ready to lose her virginity. She and she's like, a thousand condoms, <laughs> a French tickler, like she goes all French in. tickler, a cock ring, a nurse's outfit. <laughs> yeah, she goes for it, which I just loved. Um, what? Do, uh, yeah, so when you spend over 20 pounds in this store, you get either a voucher for a nipple piercing or a muff glove so yeah. it looked like a thing that you like groom a cat with but i presume it's to like <laughs> masturbate with. no no like for groom, your pubes yeah, like okay them. what like, like it looked like on uh, those gloves like that in- you pat a cat with and all the loose hair <laughs> <laughs> so instead of using a brush instead of using it on your pussy you use it on your pussy uh, <laughs> womp, womp. just lost my erection <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so there's a couple of references to uh, c- celebrities at the time. So she describes her ideal man. No, she describes him as Brad Pitt meets Leonardo DiCaprio meets the goalie from Portugal. <laughs> so, um, like both nominated for the Oscar this week. Yeah, so the goalie still from relevant Portugal 20 years really later. Well. <laughs> yeah that's true you know the way oftentimes those references the ones they pick it really dates yeah. the film in like a funny way but, but yeah the gross reference um she describes her dream date as being with johnny depp yeah which i feel like no person on earth's dream oh, date is johnny people depp people still love him but yeah Blah. Yeah, gross. Brendan, did you find the observations about being a male pretty accurate? All the all like, the details. Yeah, to a certain like over exaggeration, but there there definitely was like some some realistic like the the locker room, for instance. There was definitely a a sense of like I remember those the rules, the the like the legalities of where you look and. Mm-hmm. Those people who were very open and happy to to get their kid out, and mm-hmm. uh, some others. If you want to use the shy. vernacular of this film, it's tackle. Sorry. Tackle. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in Australia, <laughs> there was that scene where the guys in the locker room talking about having sex with the girl, and then it cuts to the girl in uh, a coffee shop talking to her friends about the same sexual experience. Do you mean the, he... the the grease scene? Great. <laughs> So his version of the events is like he's this stud and he like That guy was disgusting. Yeah. He was disgusting. He kept grabbing his own dick all the time, yeah. like and And he used phrases like it was time to unleash the pipe <laughs> <laughs> Which is also something I and want to start over, using. He goes over to <laughs> He goes over to watch videos at Chaz's house. He's wearing Parachute pants and a parachute jacket and no shirt. Yeah. Just unzips it and then has his hands down his pants. He's and brings porn. Yeah, and he's watching porn as well. I love the way they said Alex comes over every Wednesday to watch videos. <laughs> like videos. It was very funny. I remember the uh the 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 like the super sex obsessed guy at our school who would like bring all the porn and would like that would be his weekend, ta- like, yeah, like task. Like, so that guy really rang true to me. So, yeah, I feel like and yeah. Paul just had to sit through those times. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is great. 
Yeah, well, there was always guys in those videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, that, was that your experience of uh, of your uh, old boy school days? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We used to have, like, sleepovers and, like, the friend that um, the house we stayed in, he used to, like, um, shoplift pornos from the video store and then we'd all sit, a da- sit around and watch them. But I'd have to pretend I was enjoying the same parts as they were. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. You're like, picture- why can't they flip the camera around so you can see the guy? <laughs> but the thing is, those are all like the video store pornos, so they weren't like explicit anyway. Like they'd all have to be from the waist up. So they'd show lots of boobs, but nothing else. Right. So anyway, really nothing for you. There was really nothing for me, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Yeah, it's okay. I made up for it afterwards. <laughs> oh, men of, oh, the, thing, the thing we're really learning is like all boys are gross, like... It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Like yeah. and that's the thing. Like that's that's the experience of of being a teenage boy is it's just gross. like yeah, figuring out how to control that grossness. <laughs> <laughs> so when she uh, is dressing for her date, she goes to a uh, like a shoe store, and the girl in the store is like, "You have to wear heels because it like." makes your calves look stronger because mm-hmm. men are like hunter gatherers by nature so when they see a girl with strong calves that makes them think that they're like expert runners and that's something that he has to chase mm-hmm. and it, it makes his like chasing in instincts like kick in like do you think that's actually a thing when I, see- I just think that a woman in high heels your leg looks better like yeah. just the, it's <laughs> like even like silly girls that take selfies with bare feet like will put their foot in that position. Yeah. This makes like your legs look longer and your thighs look thinner and yeah. Do you think whoever wrote this film actually put the research in to find like the psychological reasons Probably behind not. that? Uh, see, I would have thought whoever wrote this was the the nice guy because this entire film is about giving the nice guy a go. <laughs> yeah. But also, I have to say, this film was really great in the fact that yes she got with the nice guy in the end but then in the next scene she's like yeah it was fun i know i wrote five months yeah they were together for five months (laughs) i'm like what a shitty payoff why are we watching this whole movie (laughs) i thought that was really good i thought that was kind of i thought it was really good because it showed like and then she's like oh paul the one time you don't want the fucking happy disney ending come on that's poop but it is a happy Disney. It ending. is a happy ending because no. they both ended up happy. Like, oh, well, that's great. And he got to like go and troll for seed, like yeah. because she like gave him the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> so stupid. Give me the love story. <laughs> he got to fuck a whole bunch of girls. She got to fuck a whole bunch of guys, and they were both happy about it. Okay, well, I mean, that is great in, like, real life, I and guess. But I want the fucking happy ending. <laughs> if she had sex with that greasy, gross dude, yeah, she would have been sh- felt, felt shame and she would have felt gross and, like, he probably would have been pushing her to do things she didn't want. You married your high school sweetheart, Brendan. Why can't you back <laughs> me up here? Why couldn't they have been right for each other? Um, because- they were also 17. <laughs> but they were 35. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he puts on a leather jacket and takes his glasses off and all of a sudden he's like... He also pulled back his hair. The whole time, though, I was hoping that she was going to... She's all that him. Like, I'm like, come on. But then she's all that himself. Yeah, I guess. But um, (laughs) she, like, she could have helped him. So one thing we've revealed about that character in the film is that when he was younger... 
he shoved a drinking straw down his penis. <laughs> no, I have done that. Disgusting. Boys, <laughs> boys, that are the just, boys are disgusting. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of girls shove drinking straws down their vaginas. Can't say. <laughs> I ever did that or ever heard of anyone doing that or All right, listeners, if any of you have done that, stop cast podcast at straight gmail. Straight to Paul. <laughs> no, straight to Paul. Um, Paul Mitz, he's a freak at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know my email? <laughs> uh, one weird thing, this film, they're outside of a movie theater at one point and it's playing Train Spotting 2. Which foreshadowing uh yeah yeah that was it only crazy. came out like two years ago yeah <laughs> so ahead of its ahead of the curve yeah, in every respect so this funny. Film. yeah at some moment in time i thought is she just having like a fight club type breakdown <laughs> like he's like a tyler durden situation yeah like <laughs> because <laughs> at the whole first bit of the date they're not talking to each other yeah like yeah, yeah. And she's so obsessed with him, yet she ha- doesn't even know him. Yeah. I was like, is this yeah. real? <laughs> but I guess the thing is, is like, because she created him, like, everything about him would just be instantly appealing to her. Yeah. That she wouldn't even need to hear him speak. And, well, that was just her character. Like, she didn't care who it was or, like, it was just, I'm, I just need... I to need have a boyfriend. To, I, I need, need to, to lose my virginity. Yeah, yeah. You know the way the friend is like, don't waste your money on perfume. Like, boys don't notice. Have you ever, like, smelled your wife and thought she smelled nice and appreciated her perfume? <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't, I don't think you're, like, I feel like I don't get enough proximity of... To your wife! <laughs> no, no, of my wife, yes. But, like... <laughs> In general, like, population. Yeah, but the whole thing is that it's like when you are cl- really close, yeah. it's like a thing to say, I guess. It's yeah. like... I've, Little tip I've for all the told, nice guys out there. I've told... Conversation starter. Yeah. I've told, like, <laughs> girls that they smell nice and I'm yeah. not even trying to pick them up. Yeah. I, the other day, was wearing perfume and this is... I got that Chloe Sauvigny perfume and it was so expensive. Yeah. I was getting my nails done and the nail tech was like, what is your perfume? And she made me, like, get a photo of it on my phone and she took a photo <laughs> of it. So just do it for yourself, ladies. Don't do it for the boys. <laughs> yeah. Do it for the approval of the nail tech. Because <laughs> so- Brendan doesn't even get close enough to... You just smell you. No, I run. I stay. I've got a good distance. Yes, very non-creep vibes. <laughs> so on the inverse of that, the first time she's in his body and she gets a bit sweaty and she smells herself, she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sweaty. Like it smells, but like it's you yummy know, in it's a yummy, yummy way." <laughs> um, do you think that? Do you find male sweat yummy? Um, no, <laughs> Brendan. I still find bo rank. Yes. I think I kind of get what she's talking about. If I it's well like... masked, but there's like an, uh, a sense it's of the a manly... pheromone thing. Yeah, I the guess. manliness is like coming yeah. through kind but of like, thing. like not actually a sweaty yeah, guy. Not actually yeah. It's like, yeah, just yeah. like a general manly musk. Yeah, is like, like... I feel like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Katrina, she... <laughs> I don't want to talk about your smells, but like... I like she has a smell that is of her own like a like it's not I'm not talking about BA and I'm not talking what about you need to edit this out. you need to be in the driver's seat for this one I'm just saying like um she smells can, good she has a distinct like <laughs> 
<laughs> Cancel that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to edit this episode. Paul is going to do the biggest dog, <laughs> the biggest disservice to you. He's going to ruin your marriage. Um, All I'm saying is, Katrina also- smells. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <Okay>. smells. <laughs> okay. Um. So. As well, he, you know, he's he's pretty much just come home from this thing. The guy's given him some clothes to wear and he fucking shaves his face yeah. straight away. Yes. Like, there was no stubble or anything. Yeah, that guy looks like he would never have a beard. Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> why does he need to? He doesn't even look like he's got pubes. Like, yeah. why did he need to shave? It was so stupid. Should have been the next day when a bit of growth came through. Oh, yeah, maybe he just really can't grow a beard. I think it was kind of... Of like you know, he's was curious about. I'm doing, doing what men do. Yeah, doing men things. So he just wanted to shave. Yeah, but like women hair. know about shaving. All right, trust me. <laughs> did he even have hair under his armpits? I he did. Be... He did. Yeah. Because okay. he goes light. Sh- it was yeah. pretty fair. Yeah. Well, he's a very fair guy. Like. Okay. Now riddle me this as well. Mm-hmm. You know the way she buys thirty thousand condoms and takes them all. Yeah. It's like, look, he's probably going to have trouble getting on about seven and then he'll get one on and it will be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's like you don't need 40 of them. Yeah. Um, but still, have you ever in your life seen a condom for sale that is shaped like that? A rectangle. Yeah, yeah it was the weird. oblong condom? Yeah. I'm like, that can't be good for them to be getting squashed Squish. out of shape. Um, I don't know. It really like, I made a note of it. I yeah. wrote condoms and then did the shape. <laughs> they were weird shaped condoms. Yeah. Also, they came in like weird flavors. There's a smoked bacon flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would anyone on earth want that? Maybe I think, pre- I, I hope that was a joke and you not based people. around. Um, no. no. Hey, you maybe- don't want to smoke the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, though, that I think she would have found out if she ever used the condoms is that we've established how gigantic his penis were and she just grabbed the regular but The condoms ones. were for Alex. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm saying he, he would but struggle he... to put on seven of them because that guy, I love quoting more rats. Yeah. You look like the kind of guy that would have to beg for sex. <laughs> I should know. We can smell our own. Um, <laughs> it, that guy was just like we smell such yummy. <laughs> load. Yeah, he's such a bullshitter. He he was well hung though, so no, but he, he thought he a... was, but he wasn't. No, but we saw it. We saw oh, well, it. I still didn't see it. What, how are you seeing these millisecond flash dicks? Plus, with that actor, I've definitely seen it because he was in this movie. Get? Ask Bandits for. <laughs> he was in this movie called Nine Songs, and it oh. it was the the most sexually explicit movie to ever not get like an X rating. Yeah. And he, in particular, has, like, a very explicit scene. Is that the one where, like, everyone's played by someone? No, I'm thinking... No. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. It's like a like a romantic drama by like an indie director, and yeah, it was. I think they tried it's like to ban thinking it. Thinking man's porn. Of yeah, Eon. and they tried to ban it in Australia and um, in the UK. Yeah, it's the most explicit movie ever to not get the X rating. It's got real sex in it. Yeah, so the scene it's got real sex, and he's got like an extreme close up jerking off come shot all over his stomach so that's where his <laughs> career went but he still acts he was like in sh- that chernobyl this year as well yeah uh, yeah was he was he one of the naked guys in that as well possibly <laughs> i don't know man i saw his um imdb photo um i don't want to see that guy jack off. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, funny that because my tenuous. No, I'm not going to do that to you. Don't Thanks. worry. <laughs> One uh, thing they call hot people in this film is a toddy. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, like a hot, hot toddy. toddy. Hot toddy. Okay. So a hot toddy is a drink. Yeah. That you have when you feel sick. That's made out of whiskey and honey and lemon. Yeah. And so I guess calling someone a toddy is like. Just a bit Saying they're hot. hot. Yeah, very, very nice. These, these, these British—they've got it all together. Also, I haven't heard someone say "stiffy" in a long time. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite jarring. Let's bring Stiffy back. <laughs> no, <laughs> leave Stiffy wherever Stiffy. Brendan, gone. this is my thing to you. Next time you get one, stop. <laughs> what text you? <laughs> no, go to Katrina. Guess what I've got. My mum is so dangerously close to figuring out how to listen to, po- to podcasts. <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> um, I don't know why, I don't know when it happened, but it, I think maybe it was, what well, you know, when she was going to lose her virginity to Alex yeah. and Jake was like, oh, she shouldn't do this. And, ever, and there was like this amazing kind of like, ABBA-esque montage of Where, profile faces. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like the take a chance. Yeah. With the ABBA thing it or whatever. It was so out of yeah. left field as well. None of the rest of the movie looks like that. I know. And then all of a sudden it's like this really serious <laughs> montage. It's crazy. Brendan, why didn't you like this movie? You suck. <laughs> what about when the guy said, Oi, cock! That was great. <laughs> that was the best thing in the whole movie. <laughs> the British. What about, we just also haven't talked about Hoover at all. Ah, yeah. So I think that had the potential to be an extremely offensive character, but it didn't, it wasn't quite that. I don't know. I think nicknaming a woman Hoover's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, that part of it was, but she was never, she was never painted as a villain. Mm. Like she was a bit upset that she was getting with Jake, but. Mm. Like she was never seen as an evil person and she never like tried to get at any of the other girls. But even the way that the girl, uh, what was her name? Justine? Yeah. Spoke about her. Yeah. I think the other girls were yeah. quite awful to yeah. Hoover and naming her Hoover. Mm. Was it Booksmart that had the same thing? Yeah, they had a uh, the... Yeah, there's a character and they name her... Was it Hoover as well? No, it's something to do with, like, a car. Cause you like... Saw... Do you watch it as well? Yeah, I can't remember what... Like, do you remember, do you remember what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, was it that? Yeah, roadside assistance. And, like, all the other girls named her this and were, like, slut-shaming her. her. Yeah. And, like, they all referred to her as this offensive name. Mm. And she just, like... Acted chill about it. Acted but chill it was about it, even though it really... Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Hoover had the same thing going on. It is like the way in sex education they call her cockbiter and she's like, fucking, you going to call me that? Or like, I'm going to be scary as fuck to you. Like, I love the way she... Does that mean you started watching sex education? I did. I love the way she owns it. finished season two. You love it? (laughs) I love it. Okay, yeah, I told you. (laughs) Um, He just watched it. Yeah, Yeah. so good. In the end of the day, Hoover was just a girl that knew she could get, she knew what she wanted and she could get it. She could get any guy she wanted and she did it. Yeah. And it was just a shame that like the guys were all terrible lays. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it would have been, it would have been nice to have a scene where the girls were like, you know what? Sorry for calling you Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. Because the guys, they were quite happy with her. <laughs> I love the way as well, like, the logic of Justine is like, if I sleep with this guy, this other guy will like me. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that guy's like, w- he will call you a slut then. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the montage of the guys um, giving their tips on the dance floor? That's when the guy said stiffy. <laughs> yeah. 
It was but, mortifying. And like, it was very like me too. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was, was very dangerous, man. If, uh, it, you know, if you ask her to dance and she says no, just say you were just, it was a joke and you would just make it like. And, and like make her have her back to her friends. I'm like, that is abusive behavior. Like yeah. isolating her from like, that's bad. But this is what this film was really. I feel like the whole film was yeah. from a female perspective, really. And yeah. it was showing the guys to be gross. Mm. And it was calling out bad behavior in guys. This is true. And mm. it was very willing to, like, be uplifting to women. Like, mm. I think compared to this director, two, three years later, did It's a Boy Girl thing. And think really? about how much of a difference. How did he cross the pond? How did he, like... Well, I guess Elton John uh, produced right. It's a Boy Girl <laughs> thing. So he probably saw this in British cinemas and goes... I want this director. <laughs> Is that when, when uh, Elton John was still, like, massively on coke? Like, Probably. Why did he agree to that? But you could, uh, like, you could see the appeal of this film to Elton John. Like, he would have been thirsty as fuck for that guy. He's like, this director's a genius. <laughs> I've never really thought about what appeals to Elton John. <laughs> you are not giving this film enough credit, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, you're you secretly mad at one of us or something, so you just hate it on principle. I feel like I spoke first and I just gave my opinion. <laughs> I think that Yeah, but Brandon... like, did one of us say something before the film started? Or I, I... feel like everyone was pretty quiet throughout the whole film. <laughs> I'm surprised that there's all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brendan not liking this film is misogynistic. <laughs> You're cancelled. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's foreshadowing. Well, see, I, I thought it was. I thought it was a shame. The only thing I know about this girl is that uh, she wants to have sex with a boy, and that's the only character trait they gave her. Oh, you learn you learn more about her, but when she's in his body, what did what? Yes, name Brendan, one thing. But women have sexual agency thing. too, and we need more examples of that. Teenage girls are horny too. This this film came out the same year as American Pie, and think about how the girls are depicted in that film and how they're treated in that film compared to this film. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate that this film does something that a lot of films uh, Lucy asks for and they showed the dicks. Yeah. They showed the dicks. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to see them. I just want the equality. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me speak for you, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain to you what you desire. When the, when the mic's off, <laughs> Lucy's like, dick, 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 dick. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm like, get your strange dick away from me. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. I'm doing this one in an English accent. Like, no. dare you to? A one, two, three. Is he a two? No, okay. <laughs> that was all the ass. <laughs> uh, 
easy. I can't do it. Is he... Do it in a posh accent. That would be easier. Is she a toot or a boot? Is she ugly or cute? Tell me if she's hot or not, or 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 they. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that was not even close to British. Not Everyone even close. Beautiful in their own way. way. Laura Fraser as Justine. Hot or not, Brendan? Is this the main character, yes. Justine? Yeah. Yeah, she was attractive. I liked her. I also thought for the nineties, like she got off pretty. She got, yeah, there was a few easy, of like, those butterfly clips and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but not too bad. And like the eyebrows weren't too bad. Like, yeah. and I feel like most of the clothes she was wearing, you could wear now. Absolutely, that's what all the girls at Laneway probably were wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could, you wouldn't even have to change a detail about and, anything anyone was wearing in this. Film. And I loved the way at the start they had the narration. And, like, every time she'd sort of start a new thought, she'd be in a different outfit and her hair would be different. Yeah. And she was, like, single-handedly, like, dressing up as all the girls from Bewitched. Is that <laughs> what British it band. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. The hair, the clothes, it was all Bewitched. Yeah. And I felt like she, in the face, she kind of looked like the lead singer of aqua um anyway yeah so i was she was a pretty girl yeah and yeah good 90s dressing well done yeah i'm giving her a solid heart and i think as if we were friending her friend of following her she'd be a definite friend she was like a spitfire she was funny Mm, she knew what she wanted yeah Yeah, so i thought she was (laughs) fuck off (laughs) um but i thought she was I thought she was great. So next we have Kieran O'Brien, who played Alex, the gross guy with the long hair. He was so disgusting. So I not. (laughs) (laughs) My eye roll runneth over. (laughs) Just because you hate yourself and like are attracted to disgusting. I'm not giving him a heart. I'm not giving him a heart. Was that like a thing? Like. To have your hair always look wet. Yeah, it was Definitely. a thing. It yeah. was a thing, and yeah, it was come gross. On, used to rock gel, man. <laughs> how did <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it the other day. How you guys had that haircut with the the pieces coming down, like the guy ah, from. No, no, um, no. I was talking about I when he had like yeah, yeah, super uh, long hair. Yeah, but I mean, it, it gelled hair looks wet. It's bad. But I didn't gel it when it was long. I gelled it when it was short. Yeah, but still looked wet. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, this guy was disgusting. Yeah, I, I, and he reminded me of that guy from Heartbreak High. Oh yeah. Do you know, know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know exactly yeah. who you're talking yeah. about. But yeah, gross in we'll every do a way. Side by side. Okay. Gross in every. I mean, like, just if you look at him between his knees and his belly button, he might have <laughs> got a hot. <laughs> but um, other than that, no. What about the uh, the clothes though? He had some the big... parachute pants and the parachute jacket and the no shirt. No, <laughs> no, and that <laughs> ugly like seventy style open white shirt. Yeah, and the like the combo. collar white going way out. Yeah, I hope that doesn't come back. If millennials bring that back, I don't think it's going to because do you remember in I think it was the first season of que- the Queer Eye reboot? Yeah. Oh, second season, somebody does it. It's like they get given a suit and then they do it. And uh, Tan is like, no! 
<laughs> watching up there, like they're watching at the apartment, yeah. and he's like, "He looked like John Travolta <laughs> from Saturday Night Fever." Like, why? I hope it doesn't come back. I really <laughs> hope it doesn't come back. Well, just this is if you promise to not let low rise jeans come back, I'll help you keep this winged <laughs> collar bullshit <laughs> under wraps. Yeah, well, I don't trust millennials because what I saw at that music festival this week. Yeah, they will do anything. It's uncharted territory out there. So, Brendan, are you going to give him a heart? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have Marcel Dupre, who played Fran, the best friend. Hot, a bit of blue eyeshadow, but forgiven. She is so pretty. Yeah, really pretty. Mm. I thought I'm oh, giving her a definite heart. Ugh. No, I'm joking. She's attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luke DeLacy, who played Chaz, the nerdy best friend. I'm giving him a definite heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nerdy guys, tick. Yeah. At the end when he did the makeover himself, but he's still kind of nerdy, but with the coolish edge. I barely tick, even. Tick. I barely even needed that though. I thought he was good looking. The hair pushed down was fine. Yeah. The glasses I, didn't suit his face. They swamped his face. Yeah. I, I think the hair was a big improvement at the And end. I also feel like if you're looking at that time period and a lot of the the way a lot of other men dressed at this time, yeah. his clothes were relatively unoffensive. Like the jeans yeah. weren't too ill-fitting. Maybe a bit of tucked in uh, shirt yeah. stuff that was yeah. like a bit misguided, but... It, again, like the Justine character, you can so see some hipster dude wearing what yeah. he wore. Yeah. No, I'm, I was on board with everything. You had those glasses, Paul. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was on board with everything. The whole Chaz. The whole Chaz look, the yeah. Chaz personality. And it's like, are we going straight into Jake now? Uh, because I, I need am, to say I something. Got yeah, to I know. Wait, in. come on. Chaz. <laughs> Chaz, right. I'm giving a nut. He had like a face that looked like he had just been in an explosion, and he was like shocked. Um, the end. Go on. He what? They were. He wasn't in. An, he was in an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a break. Jake, yeah, who was played by Rupert Penry Jones. Mm-hmm. You have thoughts? Well, if I'm in that simulator and I'm creating a hot guy, I'm not making Jake. I'm making Chess. Really? Yeah. I'm so fucking making Jake. It's not even nah, funny. No, that blonde hair was unforgivable. Yeah, what did you think of the bleach He still gets hair? a hot, but it's like he's, he's so I hairless. probably wouldn't have chosen the shade of blonde. I think blonde, yes, but not and that shade of blonde. his clothes were awful. Like his clothes, he had bad 90s clothes. Yeah. Oh, actually, there the was one outfit... There was one outfit, you know, when he was like leaning against the wall, looking at the buskers. Um, he was wearing <laughs> just a shirt. Like, yeah, it was like that a relaxed... shirt looked like a woman's shirt. It was long at the back and really short at the front. Nah, it was like I've seen people wear and it that was shirt now. to like his navel. I... When you've got that not chest here for it. and That's abs, you, you can do that. <laughs> not here for it. Nah, he's not manly enough for me. He, mm-hmm. He's hot. Like I, I'm giving him a hot, but he's not what I'm creating in that booth. No way. He he is like rivaling keyboard guy. He is... Nah, keyboard guy would have had chest hair and was like a man. This guy was like a, <laughs> a hairless like fry. He was like a chip <laughs> with a um, face. Nah, the the abs, the body, the face, are such like. I'm not arguing 10 that it's out of ten. I'm not arguing that he like. I understand that he's conventionally he's a Hall of Famer, whatever. Hot, not for me. 
I need to cast him in another swap film just so we can give him a double hot. Yeah, he looked like he had no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan? Uh, I don't care. Come on, though. No, give, right. give, come to my It's side. your fucking job to care. <laughs> well, I can... I can <laughs> look, I, I... Looking at him, I can immediately see why Paul finds him attractive. Yeah, I know. He's such a Paul look... Because it's so it's so directed at um like like a, a gay person <laughs> and like he just doesn't look like a real person. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's it's like the the super like um hairless, like hairless and uh, <laughs> really thin but muscly. Yeah, yeah, the the thin that's like so pole. Like he loves them yeah, to be like lan- lanky and uh, hairless. <laughs> Yeah, that girl, that guy's not going to help you put up a shelf in your house. Get out of here! That's some clown shit. <laughs> I'll That's put some up the clown damn shelf. shit. He could just be if <laughs> you're the if you're the top, if you're the <laughs> like the manly one out of your relationship. I'm praying for the two of you. You know what? My neighbor <laughs> called me special. Got me over to her house. Called on- you special. <laughs> Called me especially. Oh, I called you especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to install her fucking washing machine, and I fucking did it this weekend. That's manly shit. Yeah, what other residents you got here in this little block? She's like, of elderly, all the people in elderly. my life, all the people in my life, I'm gonna call the manliest guy. You literally know. live next door to her. <laughs> Fuck off, honey. I love you. Yeah, but I mean, this guy's not putting up a shelf for you. That's all I'm saying. I was well, so he was he washed windows. He he washed cars on the street. Like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. I know. Also, I like know. it must have been the color grading. There were so many scenes where he looked purple. Yeah, and he sometimes orange, and, orange and just like yeah. no eyebrows. He looked like an alien man. Yeah. Like it would just like just put on his human skin. But if if someone actually like color graded this film and it didn't have that gross and like look helped to his it. hair and gave him some good shirt. Yeah, he's an attractive man. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. No. Once again, I would swap. I would swap bodies with him. Sure. I <laughs> <laughs> right, give give one throw a bone to Brendan Hoover. What did you think of of her and um, her glorious breasts? <laughs> she had great breasts. She really knew how to present them, but. I don't actually like Hoover. No offense to her. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going no offense either. You know, in Arrested Development, whenever they see George Michael's girlfriend, they're like, her? Yeah. So when <laughs> when it was like, this is the hottest chick in this film, I'm like, uh, her? <laughs> like, if, I, I was like, what? Whoever cast her was definitely a breast man. Um, <laughs> she sort of had a bung eye. I didn't notice that. <laughs> like, I don't want to... Like, some people have bung eyes, but, like, it, it was an interesting choice. Yeah, when you're trying to t- portray some, like, cliche of, like, you know, the perfect woman, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see her fitting that role. That's all. That's... Yes. That's my taste. Yes. Mm. I'm quoting Brendan on this one. Uh, I think she was pretty enough. I'm giving her a, a hot to counteract your knots she definitely needed to be color graded like you said yeah. she was very orange the hair was the her hair was yellow. <laughs> yeah. her, hair was, her yellow. hair was yellow and her body was orange all right let's get to opinion swap where we find some interesting reviews of virtual sexuality from across the interwebs uh, so this one's from brendan on letterbox <gasps> brendan gave it two stars oh, sounds like brendan sounds accurate <laughs> 
<laughs> this movie realizes it's actually good and a positive depiction of fluid gender and identity. Then it panics and doubles down on being terrible in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Do you think the politics of the film changed that dramatically in the uh, last yeah, 10 I don't, minutes? I don't feel like the fluidity really came into conversation that was being had. No. There yeah. was like the time when the uh, the guy from the evil corp is like talking about all the ways they can make money. He, mm. he was obviously like his like ideology was like capitalism and that mm. included, you know, trans people and yeah, yeah like... But it was all to do with the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily for people's rights. So this one's from Cayenne, 2002 on Amazon. He gives it five stars. He says, well acted and written. Rupert Penry Jones really shows his skill as an actor in this film. And he is naked for a lot of the time too. So it will please the ladies and the gays no end. <laughs> Did we think it was a good swap performance? I feel like... It was never sort of defined enough that you could be like, oh my God, he's totally doing her. Mm -hmm. But he was being feminine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he did have a a feminine uh, nature to him. But because all we got of the girl was her being obsessed with getting laid and that immediately stopped when she was in a dude's body, that, that really didn't give us a lot to work with. Yeah. I found him convincing that it was a female... Presence yeah. in that body. Yeah. So, mm. well, especially in that world. Yeah. <laughs> so much, yeah, testosterone going around. So, well done, Rupert. This one was from Evil Tobes on IMDb, who gave it 9 out of 10. He says, Well, I tend to watch films for one of three reasons. Unfortunately, there are no Transformers in this film, so I can recommend it only on comedy value and pretty women. Yes, it is funny. I know this due to the number of people in the cinema who are laughing on a regular basis throughout. Personally, though, I loved it from Laura Fraser, who, in my honest opinion, is fit. And who, which one's that? <laughs> That's the main character, Justine. Right. Right. Um, so he's saying he watches films that have Transformers, hot chicks, or funny. Yeah. And he like, and that he gauged Transformer that Transformer has two out of three. He gauged <laughs> yeah. that it was funny from other people laughing in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this was written in 1999 during the original theatrical whoa. run of the film, and Transformers Formers didn't even come, come out, out until 2003. <laughs> so he would have had a long time before he had movies he actually enjoyed. Yeah, poor yeah, guy. Wow. <laughs> I wonder where Evil Tobes is up to now. Um. All right, this one's from Film Girl 3882 on IMDb, who gave it 10 out of 10, a cute, sexy comedy aimed at teenagers. This is a very funny movie. <laughs> Not Oscar-worthy, but definitely the best dollar I've spent at Blockbuster. <laughs> Rupert Penry Jones is a shining star and very well might be the next Jude Law. So if you're in for the mood for a British teen flick, rent it. What year was this written? 2001. <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next Jude Law. I'm like, where is Jude Law now? Um, he's got the, he's on the, the new Pope's, post. Yeah. yeah. Um, where is this guy? Well, he seems to still be getting work. Who? Rupert. Rupert. Yeah. He, uh, he was in the Miss Fisher movie that's coming out this year. Yeah. The Strain, Black Sails, Stanley's Lucky Man. So. Is he yeah. Miss Fisher's love interest? I'd say so. How do you know about Miss Fisher? Because. It's the only thing making money in Australian cinemas. <laughs> oh, really? And I, I have to say, he can still get it. He's a thousand times hotter there than in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. So, Lucy, you can go first. Okay, so I didn't think I knew what this movie was at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw the actual poster on IMDb, not the one that your computer showed us. Yeah. So the one with like the blue. Yeah. And then I did remember. Yeah. What You've it seen was. this before? No, no, but oh. I did. I did remember like seeing it at the video store. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, did you did you yeah, recognize yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. So that's not really my story. But yeah. <laughs> watching it at the start, yeah, I had no idea who like the guy was going to be. Yeah. And when she's in the booth and she's making the thing. And it, she wants the photorealistic picture. Yeah. I thought it looked like it was going to be Johnny Lee Miller. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it, he is kind of like quite similar yeah. to, to Rupert, whatever and his name is. And was probably at a similar point in his career in yes. 999 that he could have been in a British teen comedy. Yes. And so and for, for the kids at home, because I obviously know who this person is. You are <laughs> killing me. What? He used to date Angelina Jolie. They were married, and he's in um, Train Spotting. And what is he famous for? Tra- probably Train Spotting. Okay. I'll show you though. And also marrying Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Not a bad rap at all. <laughs> um, like nice work if you can get it. Um, <laughs> and then, so I thought it was funny that it said Train Spotting too on the yeah. thing because I. Like my mind already had Johnny Lee Miller in it. Oh, and from so Hackers. My film is Hackers. I couldn't show you that picture because it was going to ruin it. So I don't care. It's it's terrible, but it's fun. So much And fun. it was like internet. It's like got the same sort of technology vibes yeah. as this as well. And I thought it was really good when I saw it when I was younger. And uh, yeah, so for a minute I thought Johnny Lee Miller was in this movie and I was like, I'm going to do Hackers. And then I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, uh, I've never seen Hackers and it's been on my like IMDb, uh, sorry, my uh, Netflix list yeah. for like years. And I always go to watch it and then not watch it. So 1995, like amazing, terrible um, tech technology just like so dated it would be yeah. amazing to watch it now and like baby angelina jolie matthew willard um and that cute guy from bring it on yeah computers hackers yeah. a virus it's a good time the, yeah. com- like the floppy disk meltdown i don't know like i'm here for it <laughs> trying to make hackers cool basically yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. and they were cool they come were on cool angelina dudes. jolie and johnny lee, johnny lee miller got married because of this movie like there was some heat on set no doubt yeah so i'm doing hackers cool <laughs> hey, how come how come lucy gets away with a link like that and come I on it's more of a link than you 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 take a film that you love, which I wish I could do, and you like shoehorn it into a recommendation. I wish I could do that. I wish I didn't have to recommend Hackers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to recommend like my fucking favorite films like you do, but I don't know how to do it. It's easy just to do what Brennan does. <laughs> but just think, bullshit out of your mouth. There's the no links. fucking logic to what he says. <laughs> I can't think of the links. I can't like I can't invent them like you do. You've got a better imagination than me anyway i'm doing hackers i think of those compliments every week when you guys give me shit <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> you're not getting fucking compliments Paul, from do you me have anything to Still, say to I'm, me? I'm the yeah you're lake. a piece of shit <laughs> come on yeah all right all right <laughs> um <laughs> so on that brendan let's hear what you've got uh so for my tenuous link i'm choosing a book 
It's called The Man Who Folded Himself. Have you guys <laughs> read this book? I've just <laughs> finished it and returned it to you. <laughs> it sounds made up. It sounds made up. Okay. It's and real? the link yeah. is not because I got the book back the same day <laughs> that I watched the movie. Although um. that would be a great link. <laughs> However, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> the, the link I'm going to make, I can't actually make because it would spoil the book. So there is a link, and you got to trust me, there is a link, but I can't tell you. And that's my tenuous link. Well, I've read the book and I get what he's saying. Okay, you allow it? I will allow it, even though, I, you know, he is a piece of shit, but. <laughs> How come you'd be less... You must really like it if you're less willing to spoil that than a film that we have watched. Yeah, well, this this book... Like, okay. First of all, super short read. It's not a a heavy book. It's a lot of fun. It's a time travel story about... (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) um, About this boy... Oh, not boy. This guy who gets a time-travelling belt for his birthday (laughs) from an estranged uncle or grandfather? Uncle. Sorry, was that Grunkle? Uncle. You said Grunkle. <laughs> that cannot be edited out. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, basically about his experience. Uh, one one thing that makes this quite unique and is quite early on is uh, it, to ensure that he doesn't, that he knows that whatever he's done doesn't lead to his demise. Yes. He always travels with himself from the next day. So ah. he's, the, his, his traveling companion is himself sure. just the next day so yeah. that he knows whatever he that does. That is clever. Yeah. And and that's just the start of it. It's written by this uh, this father who uh, um, wrote all these these stories for um, Star Trek or something like that mm-hmm. that just got canned because they were too avant garde and yeah. or or too like politically hot. Um, and so <clears throat> a lot of these these uh, these tales he sort of put into these these book yeah, series, wow. and this is one of them. Cool. Yeah, and it does comment on a lot of themes. Like yeah, and even suggesting what those themes are will ruin where the book goes. So yeah, I just uh, I just thought of that when we were watching him. So yeah. I thought I'd do a quick swap. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, recommend the man who folded himself, which cool. was written by <laughs> you piece of shit. What's do you know his name? <laughs> no, but I'm not recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> it was written by you written. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Written by David Girol. There you go. Cool. Literary. So when you go on IMDb, you look up a movie, they have keywords mm-hmm. of things that are in the film. So I'm so basing... Pretty tenuous. No. So I'm basing... I feel like this is actually you telling Brendan how to actually do a <laughs> tenuous link. <laughs> you go on IMDb and you click on the characters and the director and you pick something that is related. <laughs> um, so my connection is based on the top IMDb keyword. So the Related to this film. Related to this film. So the, the number one thing when you click on keywords for this film. This is the top of the list. I am terrified. It's going to be penis related, isn't it? It's full frontal male nudity is the the keyword. So Why did you click on that one? Because it was the first one. Yeah, sure. So so I clicked on it and then like it it shows you all the other movies on IMDb that have full frontal male nudity. So I looked through one until I found one I wanted to recommend and I found one and it was called 
Palm Trees in the Snow. Have either of you seen this? No. No. Um, so it's a film from 2015 and it's a Spanish film. I feel like it's been very much underseen, even though it's available on... And it's got full frontal male nudity in it. It does, but it's not that... It's not the focus of the film. Um, Says he who searched by keywords. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix worldwide. Um, so it's not a Netflix film, but it's on there worldwide sure. at the moment. And it's a big, epic, sweeping romance that, like, the kind of films that they don't really make anymore mm-hmm. it's like nearly three hours in length it's a historical romance lavish production values and it's based around this spanish woman her father estranged father dies and she's mm-hmm. going through his things and she finds this letter that he wrote in the 50s and it's ripped up in half and it's a mysterious note and she wants to know the story behind her father's life. So then um, she goes to New Guinea where wow. her father was at the time um, trying to trace back what the deal mm. was. And then the film flashes back and you see the story of her father and his brother and they own this plantation that was, you know, staffed by all African slaves pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then at the time the country was going through its independence and kicking out all the Spanish people that owned all the plantations. So it's set in that time period. And then, um, like one of like her father has an affair with an African woman and there's a whole romance angle with that. Um, so like, it's got like the political kind of side to it and it's like, you know, tragedy and loss and war. And it's like, a, it's like a romantic epic wow. that I think that more people should discover. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Palm trees in the snow and it has penis in it. Who do you think, <laughs> who do you think out of you and I is going to have to watch that? This three hour penis movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It sounds really interesting, Paul, but yeah. please pick Brendan. <laughs> so where are we ranking a virtual sexuality among the films we've covered on the podcast? I am putting it in between Chances Are and Down to Earth. So that's sort of like just over a third of the way down. Okay. So it's, yeah, about half. I'm going to put it in the top half, I think. I'm putting it between Shazam and vice versa. Wow, that's nearly where I put it, yeah. Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will be putting it between Dating the Enemy and Switch. So I'm putting Dating the Enemy just a cut above. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. For nostalgia's sake. That's my choice, and I'm holding to it. Jesus. So, like, he got it in the league of, like, Ice Angel isn't even far off of that. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at your list. Yeah, that is that is brutal. So, next episode, do you guys have any idea what we're going to be doing? No, but I bet it's shit. <laughs> Brendan? Um, it's a, a swap film? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so next week we are covering the extremely ambitious balls-to-the-wall horror comedy from 2011, Detention, directed by Joseph Kahn and starring Josh Hutchison. Hopefully by next week I'll be able to pronounce Hutchison properly. <laughs> um, as <laughs> in the film, a copycat killer named... 
after the movie villain Cinderella stalks a student body at Grizzly Lake High School, a group of co-eds band together to survive while serving detention. So it's like a horror movie and a swap. Well, yes. And many other things. It's lots of things. <laughs> oh, have you seen it already, Brendan? I've seen it. Yeah. And oh, I've wow. Seen it. Oh, it yeah. sounds really good. Yes. So hopefully, Lucy will like it as well. I'm hopeful. I think she'll like it. Yeah. If she if she has good taste, she'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that I like that you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Is it Disney? Because maybe you won't like it. <laughs> the, des- the Disney slasher film <laughs> um, No <laughs> uh, So yeah, it should be a fun one I feel like you guys are setting me up here <laughs> No, you'll love it, you'll love it I, I guarantee you'll love it So the guy who did Bodied did Detention Oh, okay, yeah. wow, interesting hmm. I've got a bit of background knowledge then Yeah, you'll be the Joseph Khan expert in your group of friends <laughs> When everyone's like, have you heard about that Joseph Kahn? You're like, yes, I have, actually. I've watched several of his movies. <laughs> All two of them. Yeah. Talk? Have you watched Talk? <laughs> no. I got to tenuously recommend Talk. No, you so, don't. So that Lucy has to watch Talk. No. <laughs> well, I'll keep recommending these art house movies that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> the cycle continues. <laughs> All right, until next time. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. (laughs) (laughs) Review us on iTunes. Yeah. Please, bye. Please, bye. Bye. The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.